0: To instructions touch if you like' welcome welcome to cam blues bout business MMA podcast featuring Lou feero a production of greenrollmedia.com the world's premier sports betting podcast network rooted in fabulous Las Vegas Nevada 100%, 100% Netflix! Now, it's Fight Weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event, you ready? Bring it Come on. Come on. and he's all about business, Lou Finnecaro. Welcome, Fight Fans, UFC 289, Nunez versus Aldana edition of Gamblue's Bout Business Podcast. This event's coming from Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. As always, our first order of business is to thank all the listeners for tuning in, especially this week, because we'll apologize for missing the podcast. Last week I was traveling. There was very little we could do. At least we were able to get the releases out on the web page, which will always be a plan B if something happens. Hopefully, it's another year before it does. So with that in mind, this being a numbered event, UFC 289, it's time to remind you that this weekend's UFC 289, which is a pay-per-view event, is going to be sponsored by the Green Roll Media people who are going to give everyone a chance to win the fights for free. So here's how you enter. You go to Green Roll Media's Instagram page. Follow them and tag two of your friends under the UFC 289. This fight's on us. Post. Do that, you're entered in the contest. So the Green Roll Media people are gonna comp one lucky winner. The winner will be announced before the prelims and will receive a payment of seventy nine ninety nine to cover the cost of the event. So head on over to Green Roll Media's Instagram page enter, and win. Now, let's go over last week. Three and two were posted results with a plus 1.15 unit return. So 41 and 37 is the record we bring into this week, plus 11.63 units, 15% ROI, and we want to do better, but we're not bitching about it either. Futures, Now we're using one of them today and we'll get to that. So the only future really working continues to be the Covington minus 110 against Leon. If those guys fight this year, we're live to that ticket. If they don't, it comes down. Now, without much further ado, let's roll right into UFC 289, round one. Round one. We're going to start out right with our parlay because these are undercard events and about the third fight in, we have featherweights, Blake Builder, Kyle Nelson, Nelson taller, longer UFC experience advantage. Yes. Also a Canadian fighting in front of his cohorts and countrymen that said, His fighting skills are somewhat limited. Builder, been in the organization less time, less experience. He's a smaller guy, but he opened 400, and he opened minus 400 for a reason. He's very well put together. He's got a great wrestling grappling base. The guy's constantly busy, well-rounded. At minus 245, I think that he's a bargain just to win the fight in what looks to be just kind of a one-sided type of decision, in my opinion. I'm gonna use him minus 245 and the main event of the prelims, and we're gonna to go to a middleweight bout where Nazardine Imovov fights Chris Curtis in one of the two best fights on the whole fight card, in my opinion. Uh, you got action man Chris Curtis is busy, he's got power in his hands, but overall, I think Curtis is i don't want to say a gatekeeper, but he's a measuring stick and If Chris Curtis beats Imovov, I think Imovov's shine might start to fade, but I don't think Imovov is ready to have his shine start to fade just yet in this particular situation, he's seven eight years the younger guy, five inches taller, even though the reaches the same that leverage from the height as well as the fact that he's more well-rounded and does have wrestling and can use it here against a guy and curtis doesn't have anywhere near the wrestling chops that imabov does i think imabov minus 155 is in a really good position here in his last fight he looked okay but it was a short notice replacement and uh you know it was strickland as well. And Strickland's a way, way different athlete than is Gestellum. And so I'm gonna give him part of a pass on that. Just a special note that Imovov's foe, Chris Curtis, trains with Strickland. So Curtis and Strickland are surely going to be collaborating about Imovov. That deters me none. Round one, Blake Builder minus 245 to Emovov 155 one unit returns 1.31 now we'll roll right into round two into round two we wander and we'll go up the line in the prelims to the ladies flyweight division 125 pounds where we'll have miranda maverick competing against canada's jasmine Jazza Davicius. We'll refer to the Canadian fighter as Jasmine. Excellent fight here. Maverick, who's the smaller athlete, but she's really a tiger. She's got good wrestling. She's been in with really good fighters. Her most recent wins against Shana Young and Mazzo. And before that, she comes in off losses against Macy Barber aaron blanchfield surely no shame in that she's been in with blanchfield i consider a top five talent currently the canadian jasmine has size on maverick also has age. she's 34 and at 34 her career doesn't really show the depth of talent especially in the fights and the athletes she has competed against in her only real big name The young girl, Silva, just decimated Jasmine a couple fights ago. And while I may not regard Miranda Maverick on the same level as Natalia Silva right now, she's not much of a different type of fighter, and she's not that far away in talent. Jasmine's being given the opportunity to fight in front of her country people, but she's having to fight against an absolute whirlwind in Miranda Maverick. Maverick opened this fight at minus 250. She's gone up a little bit, 285, 280, depending on where you shop. Maverick, I think, really has too much for Jasmine, and I look for a comprehensive beatdown from top position. I think Maverick gets Jasmine, the larger girl, down on the ground and reigns supreme for three rounds from top position. Rather than take Maverick as such a huge favorite, I'm going to use the points spread in the fight, which is kind of a new fold. It's available at DraftKings. Rather than have to eat minus 280 on Maverick, we'll take Maverick minus three and a half points. And that is a minus 120 proposition. So we'll bet one unit to win 0.8 of a unit on Maverick. If she wins inside the distance, which is not gonna happen. This fight is lined two and a half over to the minus 300. So this thing's definitely soaring over. It looks like a decision one way or another. I think it's gonna be a one-way Maverick decision. And for that reason, round two, Miranda Maverick minus three and a half points, one unit to win 0.8 units. Now let's move into round three. In round three, we will bring up the future that was released two weeks ago because Marc Andre Barrio is fighting Eric, your boy Anders, tomorrow. And this comprises one half of the parlay released two weeks ago. Obviously, we took Barrio, then he was minus 135. You can catch him today, minus 135. This fight in the line hasn't moved much at all. I think that the way I break it down, I see a pretty competitive fight. In this particular fight, in the first two, in the case of Builder, we're going anti-Canadian. And in round two with Maverick, we're going anti-Canadian. Here in round three, we're taking Barrio and we're taking a pro-Canadian approach here, just to let everyone know that we just see it based on the skills of the fighter. And in this one, I think the skills of Barrio are more well-rounded, and he's a mixed martial artist. Anders, big, strong, athletic. College football national champion says it all. That said, as athletic as he is, he's not as natural a fluid fighter, I think, or mixed martial artist as is Barrio. Barrio, minus 135. And we took him two weeks ago with Ilya Tepuria, who fights Josh Emmett in a fight in two or three weeks. That parlay still holds. All we have to do is get Barrio to do his part tomorrow. If you haven't taken the parlay, the lines are still the same. You can still get the same play. Barrio to Ilya Tepuria, one unit to win 1.32 units. Now let's get into round four. Okay, in round four, we actually got a bet on the card. We're going to the main card where we've got Dan Ege fighting out of Las Vegas, but really he's a Hawaiian by birth and nature, fighting Nate the Train Landwehr. I love Landwehr. I love the guy's name. I love how he fights. And this is going to be a stylistic beauty. Nate the train going to come straight at Ige and he's going to look to elbow knee rough him up make it ugly and just turn this thing into a chair throwing knee eating elbow tossing throw down Nate wants it ugly and the one thing if you're going to bet Nate the train land where you're going to get your money's worth because he's going to fight for you now in this matchup against Ege, he's got a guy that's three years younger than he, shorter than he, and actually Ege looked a little bit drawn on the scale today. I won't go as far as to say he looked bad, but I did notice he was late and a little bit drawn. But Ege's game is footwork, movement, strike evasion, volume striking, and from angles, to try and wear his opponent down through volume. And so for that reason, Nate is made for Dan Ige. However, Nate's pretty determined and has some fortitude on his own. Ige, though he's been in with much better, really hasn't had a big win. I can't call Damon Jackson a big win. So Dan Ige still has a lot to prove, at least to me, and I think in Nate, the train Landwear, he's getting a guy that's gonna give you all you want and more. Nate, the train plus 220. It's just too much for me to turn away from. And I'll use a half a unit in round four on Nate, the train Landwear plus 220. Now let's move into round five. <laughs> round five, co-main event and a fight that I've been, Toiling, tossing, turning with all week long. And I really like where I've settled. Charles Oliveira, ex champion, sawed right through names like Chandler, Poye, Gaethje, on his way to a fight against Islam Makachev, where he claims he wasn't there. And, you know, he had a bad night. And, and fighters say that, and it does happen. Now he looks to redeem himself. Oliveira, guy with 19 UFC stoppages, 13 of which by sub. The guy is a killer and he's a finishing machine fighting Benil Dariush. Many will say Dariush's skills are not up to Charles's anywhere. I will say that we've got to watch him compete. Just like all the Brazilian jiu-jitsu people, they're gonna be flocking around this cage and their TV sets to watch these two because if they begin to roll, no one knows what's gonna happen, but everybody wants to watch what happens. I think Olivier does have some striking advantages. I think Benil Dariush has perhaps some cardio advantages and I see this fight way different than the masses. Where I'm going is with three different releases on this fight. First of all, the over under at two and a half Minus 210 to the under, well, respect your bookmaker, I get it. But boy, I sure don't see it that way. I see this fight as two high caliber Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu guys that are not going to be able to take each other out. This isn't someone finishing someone quick. This is two guys rolling competing for 15 full minutes here. So here's how we're going to attack round five fight starts round three plus 135 i'm so excited to bet that i already bet it i tell you drop what you're doing right now even listening to this and go run and get that before the line changes. fight starts round three plus 135 there's one unit dariush minus 145 currently i'm going to use one unit on him to win 0.69 finally the last wager for a quarter of a unit Dariush via decision plus 400. I'll gladly put a quarter on that to try and steal a unit. So let's review all the fights. So round one, we're in a parlay, and we've got Builder teamed with Imav one for 1.31. Round two, Maverick and the point spread minus three and a half, 120 to win one, but we bet it at one to win 0.80. Round three, we've got Marc-Andre Barrio. Let's just get him in. If he wins, we won't grade anything until Tapuria goes and the parlay is settled one way or another. If he loses, the parlay's settled, and I'll grade it next week. Round four, Nate, the train, Landwehr. I mean, this is one we could look ugly in, but it's also one we could relish a plus 220 in as well. And then finally, round five, Oliveira, Dariush. We've got the fight to start round three. That's plus 135 for one unit. We've got Dariush one unit to win 0.69 of a unit straight up anyway. And then finally Dariush for a quarter of a unit plus 400 to win via decision. That's the podcast for this week. We're happy to be back. Let's hope we can win a couple of dollars and we'll be back next week. Same time, same place, same enthusiasm. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the fight. Boom. That's it! That is it! Unbelievable! That was insane. You've been locked into Blue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Fennecaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. of all the superlatives. Oh, God, that hand is ridiculous! Oh, my goodness.